good afternoon, good evening, good night, good morning. <laughs> this is Rihanna from Plan Wholesome Empowerment Group, and I am coming to you on the Speak Your Mind podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So today's episode is all about sleep hygiene. Okay, sleep hygiene. Now, I think it's very important this message that I bring because I have suffered with some severe insomnia and it's been something that I had suffered with for a very long time. Uh, but I didn't know it was insomnia, in all honesty. I just thought, ah, my, I'm overactive. My brain is just on hyperdrive and, you know, I just can't sleep. So I'll do what I can and do what I can to sleep. But in all honesty, it started really impacting me where I was going to sleep really, really early hours of the morning and waking up early hours of the morning. So I'd be running on, say, two to three hours of sleep sometimes for a duration of a week you know and I'm a mother I work at these times I was going to uni as well and that's where it kind of really really developed into something that needed to be addressed um so I'll say it started off the first time when I first started uni back in oh god 2011 yeah when I was doing my degree in psychology and I was on the course trying to learn a lot about myself and behavior and the science behind humans, emotions and thoughts, you know what psychology is all about, the science of human behavior, thought and management and I really was finding it difficult to grasp the concepts so despite me having a natural inclination to education it still felt like a bit of a a second second guessing exercise because I hadn't been in education for so long so what I did was I spent a lot of my time um in the evenings after class so I'd, I'd wake up I'd either have a class or I'd go to work and take my son to school or nursery at the time when was this 2011 so yeah I'll take him to school pick him up you know do the whole cleaning cooking bedtime routine and then when it's wind down time that's when my laptop's opening for me to get that extra bit of work in but something I didn't really grasp the concept of was scheduling and timing and planning um so I, I spent a lot of my time actually up quite late I found myself up till sometimes three, four, five o'clock in the morning, just trying to understand concepts, writing down notes, extensive, extensive notes. I think I've even still got a lot of them, to be fair. (laughs) But this was something that um, really ignited. It was the catalyst for my insomniac episodes. Um, So for people that don't know, insomnia is a sleep a sleep disorder that impacts your whole life in all honesty and learning the practice of sleep hygiene helps combat the signs and symptoms and practicalities of insomnia as well now I was I wasn't insomniac to the point I needed medication however I was an insomniac to the point where it was having a significant impact on my life where I would forget things I would 
I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> but I, I was fatigued all the time. I was irrational. I was short-tempered. My skin was breaking out. I would get migraines, severe, severe migraines to the point where medication for the migraines wasn't even working. The only thing that would really work was if I really had a deep sleep. But again, it's kind of counted productive because if if you're an insomniac and the only real remedy for the pressure is sleep, it kind of doesn't really work. So I'd be awake all these hours with intense pressure in my head and feeling like my head's gonna explode but just actually couldn't sleep I was fidgety all the time and that even then impacted on my eating so where my body was it felt like it was in such an imbalance it just wasn't able to feel settled at all or ingest anything and have anything nutritious it just was I was all out of whack all out of alignment and yeah it just I was not at a good place so that was 2011 and that carried on probably until it it got more severe in my third year of uni there was a lot going on um personally and professionally but also educationally as well and again a lot of the things that contributed to it were things that at that time I felt powerless to but sleep hygiene wasn't a practice that I was upkeeping with unfortunately and looking back at it now I went to doctors got tablets didn't take them or and it wasn't something that I wanted to take in all honesty either but there wasn't any type of regime that I had going for me that was helpful Um, and that could combat this type of episodes because it it wasn't all the time I'll be honest it was a lot of the time when I was stressed and for example I might have had an exam coming up or there's there's a really intense shift at work that I know I've got to do like before I was a support worker I used to do sleep-ins um at a residential setting where I would look after people with high functioning mental health and high functioning learning disabilities but also complex needs such as alcoholism um, sexual exploitation or or, uh, risky behaviours so to speak Um, but also children and looked after children that is um, and children leaving care so that's kind of a little bit about where I was at so a lot of the time even when I was at work I felt like I couldn't rest because these people's lives are in my hands yeah if you if any of you are a support worker that does sleep-ins you would know how intense it can be knowing that you're in a building with probably say 20 people you are not going to sleep especially not the way you sleep in your bed you are not going to sleep so that was a contributing factor as well um and I think it was only when I I really came out of uni and I tried to start applying a lot of the principles that I learned in uni to myself because that again was my whole reason for wanting to go was to learn more about me my family and 
why we're so different <laughs> and the world around me and the people within this world that I'm a part of and there was a lot of concepts that I knew uh, particularly around behavioral um, psychology and um, just trying to apply them to myself in addition to self-help tools that I was using at that time but just felt like nothing really was hitting home as best as it could you know nothing was really helping as best as it could so I've decided to create my own sleep hygiene regime or principles if you like and this is what I'm going to share with you today okay so if any of you do have issues sleeping I'm going to give you these five tips that really did help me they they are very basic but when you use them in tandem with with each other you understand how important creating a sleep hygiene practice is and sticking to it but not only sticking to it making sure that even when you feel it not working you continue with it yeah because practice really does make perfect but having the dedication to this practice is also somewhat of a placebo because you know that you're able to to develop this practice but somewhat where you are trying to or your body is trying to tell you otherwise kind of tricks you into thinking you're doing it so try your best determination is definitely in the whole hands of the beholder um i can't tell you that it will always work for you but it's again a little bit of a a nudge in the right direction to help with troubling times so number 1 i suggest that you put your phone on silent not on vibration where you can still hear it in the back of your head or or anything like that just turn it on silent because sometimes you get so distracted just from the single buzz especially in the day and age that we're in now everything feels that we it needs our attention where we need to feel that we need to consume so much and just that in itself can allow you to have a bit of peace of mind so even if it's a thing where before you put it on silent you notify the important people in your life that this is a practice that you're engaging in so if you are putting your phone on silent it needs to be if they need to get in touch with you then they need to use an alternative method okay but when it's between this time and this time your phone is on silent not vibrate okay that's number 1 number 2 is keep your keep any distractions not just phone i was going to say phone but keep any distractions out of reach and distance from your bed okay the reason why i say this is because a lot of the time we'll try and use maybe some meditation music or we may get distracted by lights or um water even these little things that we'll make excuses for to have by us or near us in order for us to go to sleep are usually counterproductive to what we need and we will try and justify the need for them just because we're so comfortable of having them around us so if you find that the things that you 
the, the things that are meant to be soothing for you if you find that they're actually hindering your sleep know that it needs to be categorized as a distraction and it's not helpful so remove it and keep it out of reach and distance maybe put it in another room or something okay that's number three sorry that's number two number three set yourself a bedtime and stick to it now i know we're adults here however if you don't set yourself a time limit you are going to say "Ah, i'm an adult i can go to bed whenever i want it doesn't matter i'll just suffer the consequences later and that's kind of what i was doing yeah i would say to myself ah you know it doesn't matter i'm going to bed when i'm when i feel like i'm able to or when i feel like i've got enough done and i'll just deal with it tomorrow i'll you know just get a good night's sleep the next day that does not work because then you end up feeling so exhausted you probably will crash at some point during the day and wake up in the night time and be awake the whole night yeah this is how the insomnia cycle kind of works because you are crashing at the point where you're meant to be awake and your body is meant to be alert you're not allowing your body to be in sync with the the outside world so when I say outside world I don't mean other people I mean with the light and dark of the days and nights your body needs to have rest and recuperation at the night times because that's when your body should be shutting down to go into its REM sleep but you're kind of pushing past those boundaries and your body just doesn't really understand what it's doing so if you're trying to sleep during the day and you're awake all night your body's all out of whack absolutely it's out of alignment and it needs to be rewired to be congruent with the day and night times okay so i'll say stick to a bedtime yeah the next thing i'm gonna say is make sure you're hydrated yeah hydration is probably one of the most important important tips that i can give you because during nighttime during this during sleep for me i found that i could become very dehydrated um i think it's because i snore <laughs> in all honesty i think it's because i snore my mouth's open but at the same time i think there's another element to it i don't know in in full essence but i found that when i went to sleep with a cup of water next to my bed before i go to sleep like actually intentionally sleep i would just have a couple of sips and make sure that my mouth is hydrated the insides of my mouth are hydrated my lips don't feel dry and it really did help because it avoided me having to get up whatever time in the middle of the night to go and get water or to go and get something to drink now i'm not saying drink excessively because again that's another distraction if you drink excessively what are you going to end up doing hmm? you're going to get up in the middle of the night to go to the toilet and that breaks your sleep and then you're going to find it difficult to get back into that 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 deep sleep that you was in if you was even in it or at least that calm state so again don't excessively drink but drink enough that you feel you're able to you know be hydrated enough to sleep okay that's number four and then number five i strongly encourage you to monitor your breathing okay breath work is something so underestimated 
people don't even understand, right? So a lot of the time, I do breath work either to wake myself up or to bring myself down, like ground me, yeah? And in order to do breath work effectively, I need to be in a relaxed state of mind. And it kind of works hand in hand because if you're in a relaxed state of mind and you're doing grounding breath work that allows you to go into that that relaxed state, inevitably your mind will become calmer, okay? So the breath work that I do a lot of the time is I breathe in for four seconds, I hold for four seconds, I breathe out for four seconds and I hold for four seconds, okay? I'll repeat that again. I breathe in for four seconds. I hold it for four seconds. I exhale for four seconds. And then I hold for four seconds. Now, the reason why I do that is because that is giving my my brain a regular, regular, regular flow of breathing that allows my body to naturally and my brain to naturally get into sync and it's like counting sheep you see when some people count sheep that's that kind of exercise it is for me and if I can consciously count in my head the four seconds four seconds four seconds four seconds I'll get bored but I'm also monitoring my breathing as well because I'm able to slow it down. I'm able to pay attention to the feelings that I'm feeling, like when my chest is rising and when my chest is falling from the exhales. So I I strongly, strongly encourage you guys to try that because we underestimate breathing just as an exercise, you know? Um, But yeah, those are my five tips for sleep hygiene and developing a good sleep practice and I think if you have any additional tips and tools then feel free to drop me a message and I'll try them although I don't suffer too much with sleep insomnia anymore um I found a lot of tools and techniques that work for me and I I recognize my burnout more now so if there's anything that you feel that would be good to share and you'd like to give some some tips on this podcast feel free but um these are my tips and i'm happy to share them with you feel free to share this with anyone you know as well that might be experiencing um even if it's not insomnia just some sleep patterns or you you feel that they could better their sleeping practices or calming state practices before they go to sleep and i'm gonna round this off here this was just a short one but this is Rihanna from Plan Wholesome Empowerment Group. It's giving you my five tips on beating insomnia. And make sure you subscribe, like, share and follow this podcast. So that way you keep up to date with everything Plan and the Speak Your Mind podcast. Okay, so don't miss an episode. I will speak to you guys soon. Have a beautiful day, evening, morning or night, whatever time you listen to this. Again, Rihanna from Plan Wholesome Empowerment Group and the Speak Your Mind podcast. Checking out. Have a good evening. Stay blessed.